welcome to Keeper Chat. My name is Fauna. And my name is Flora. And this is a weekly podcast where we chat about animals. We're real-life zookeepers, and each week we'll be discussing a new animal and learning more about them. As always, nothing we say reflects our organizations, and all thoughts and opinions are our own. So with that, let's get slimy. <gasps> Did I scare you? I'm alarmed. <laughs> I'm also, I, I alarmed myself. <laughs> Flora, um, how was your week? Um... Okay, so people might have noticed that the last episode was bonkers, and that the last three episodes, I just, like, forgot we had an intro and didn't put an intro um, (laughs) on our episodes, because I won a contest, and I went to a different state, and I lost my mind, and I was in, like, nerd heaven for a whole week, Mm -hmm. um, and chatted about my job a lot to a lot of people, um, and they think we have the coolest job. They're not wrong. They... But see, and the weird thing was, like, I was like, no, you have the coolest job. And they're like, no, you do. I was like, no, you fucking do. And then we almost got into, like, fisticuffs over it. Uh-huh, uh-huh. The throwdown. Um, but I do want to let everybody know that our dreams have come true. And the newest video game out <gasps> is um, the newest Jurassic Park game where you build a zoo and it has all the dinosaurs in it. Sick! And that is just, like... All I care about, I want to say. Uh-huh. Um, and I was just telling you, I was just buying my tickets to Jurassic World 2 right. this Thursday. And uh-huh. we are uh, going to dress up as you and I did 7,000 years ago when the first Jurassic right. World came out. Yeah. Um, we do wear our zookeeping uniform and then I handcraft Jurassic right. Park badges um, so that we are Jurassic Park keepers. Um, it is a big deal and I just want everyone to know that. <laughs> Uh, two things to note. One, this episode is sponsored by dinosaurs. <laughs> dinosaurs, you know what to do. Hashtag dinosaurs. <laughs> Hashtag sponsor us. <laughs> two, can we talk about how whack Chris Pratt's training was? <laughs> okay, he's a terrible keeper, but he's got a good body. Yeah, yeah. And his vest was cool. Oh, for sure. Like, I what a good, like, out. way to get, like, pockets, more pocket space. Yeah, it's really smart. I mean, I think we've got, like, the cargo pant um, bottom half sort of territory covered. But, like, I never really considered, like, putting the pockets on my top half. Yeah. It just kind of, that didn't really occur to me. But it should have. It it should have. Um, So I could talk about my week all day because it was the best week of my life. So I just won't. So how was your week? (laughs) Um, I don't know. It was all right. Oh. That was it. No! (laughs) (laughs) That's all I gotta say. (laughs) Um, No, it was normal. It was normal. That was it. I had a tortilla for lunch today. It was that. That was it. It was my day. Pretty normal. Pretty average. Nothing cool to say. But those are good days because they are good days. It could be worse. I mean, it could be better. You could have won a contest to like the week of your dreams, like I did. But it could also be worse. <laughs> your life could be mine, but it definitely isn't. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, though, all the misery you've had lately, I think it it evens out. Did I? And to be fair, uh, I mean, you barely have any pants like to your name, so I have no pants. This, yeah. I did buy more jackets when I was there, but I didn't buy any new pants. But I did tell my Airbnb host, um, which, by the way, I slept on the mattress on the ground in a room with five adult men. Mm. Um, Not a big deal. We each had our own mattress slash bunk bed, and one of us was in a sleeping bag under a desk. Not a big deal, like I said. (laughs) Under a desk. (laughs) (laughs) 
I did tell my Airbnb host, like, the Sensi story, and he was like, I've never even fucking heard of Sensi. And I was like, good! Commiserate with me. (laughs) Listen to my life! Isn't it bad? (laughs) Listen to me. Um... Oh, I guess I do have something to say. Uh, I think a common theme of this podcast is that we talk about all the weird injuries that we get that oh. like have nothing to do with animals. Yeah. Uh, so today, I was holding the door open for one of my fellow keepers as she was moving this like big bin out, and the whole time it was like tipping and rocking precariously, and I was like looking at it with like a like a just like resigned fate. I was like, oh god, that's gonna like hit me. I know it, and yes, I think she saw right. me looking. And so she was like, watch out for your toes. And then, like, the moment she said that, she lost control of it. <laughs> and, like, my toes were fine, but she smashed my thumb in between the wall and no, the bin. <laughs> no. And I yelped. <laughs> it was bad. And now my thumb's Ow. all purple. Mm-hmm. Crushing pain is, like, one of the worst pains. It's not good. Um, and she just, it was that horrible moment, too, where, like, you've done something and you're like, oh, no, I've hurt this person. But it doesn't matter that you say sorry. Like, the person's going to be like, yeah, that's okay. But you know they're not. They're, like, literally crying. Yes. It's like, oh, right. I so much pain. Um, yeah. I mean, it happens. It is what it is. Yuck. I'm so sorry <laughs> for your thumb. It's okay. We're, she and I are just mortal enemies. Forever. 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 That was it. That's all it took. Huh. Don't get on my bad side. Huh. Huh. On that note, Flora. What freaking letter are we on? We're on P. I'm delirious. Also, no, that means I have to do Q. <laughs> I yeah, you don't do. like this anymore. <laughs> we quit after P. I'm quitting. You gotta get <laughs> a new it. fucking house. Um, I want to share something with you and our listeners. In that, I almost called you by your real name just now. <gasps> Can you believe that? It's been so long since we recorded that I almost just reverted back to like. Real time, homie time. Just like norm, norm shit. Not our secret mm-hmm. superpower identities. Oh, what is your? Okay, so if your secret identity was fauna, what would mm-hmm. be your superpower? Oh, what? Wait, wait, wait. You can't just spring this on me. Oh, I'm sorry. That's I okay. You would be ready. Well, I'm okay, always I mean, ready. I have like, uh, like a top five, I guess. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> uh, let's see. I guess like I just like bring beauty and joy to everything around me. Great, great. What about you? Um, I was going to say, like, I could probably just, like, continuously eat Slim Jims without getting sick. But also, like, mm. they are the only things I needed to survive. When you said continuously eat Slim Jims, I just had a visual of, like... A super long Slim Jim just constantly going into my throat, because that's what I had a visual Yeah, of. but also, like, coming out the other end, because if you're constantly eating them, you're constantly pooping them. And so you've essentially become, like, a corn on the cob... With Slim Jim sticks. Uh, okay, here's the thing. My body is so, like, attuned to the Slim Jim that there's no waste. So I cease using the restroom. So I'm not a fucking Slim Jim shish kebab. Thanks for your imagery. But I'm better than that. But you never poop again? Yes. I don't know if that's a superpower. More like a super curse. <laughs> it's, just like, it's just like coiling up a rope inside of you, isn't it? No, you, I use all of the, the basket to the rope. <laughs> I hate you and you're ruining my superpower. I wish I had never asked. <laughs> I wish you had never told me. God, it's mutual. <laughs> What's your stupid pee animal? Is it the fucking pee horse? <laughs> <laughs> no. Is I already did that. Slime filled? You said slime. I did say slimy. Are you uh, on Nickelodeon slime me? 
in my own home. <laughs> I am. Eh, eh, eh. <laughs> like above you, bitch. <laughs> it's a big cauldron of slime. That was it. That was the whole show. <laughs> Welcome back. Um, I'm sorry I called you a bitch. That's derogatory, and I don't agree with it. I hate that you said that. <laughs> I did say it in jest, however. <laughs> Does that make it better? No! Okay. God! I'm gonna get to it. This week's animal of the week is the poison dart frog. Shut the front fucking door. Yep. Yep. It's our first amphibian. <gasps> is it really? Mm, mm, mm. I think so. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> it's just... Yeah, Who knows? I think you're right. Guys, remember, most of what we say is true. That doesn't mean that all of what we say is true. Yeah, we don't listen to the, what we say. No, no, and I I don't do any fact-checking, and I don't think about things before I say them. Mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. It's on-the-fly, stream of conscious at all times. Mm-hmm. So, poison dart frog, domain, kingdom, phylum, class, order, family, genus, species. Class is amphibia. Amphibian! Those are amphibians. And that class has things like frogs, toads, newts, and salamanders in them. Ugh. All the slimy little guys. Little slime, little slime balls. Uh, poison dart frog belongs to the order Anura. <gasps> and the family Dendrobatidae, I think Ooh. is how you say it. Yeah. So the research that I came across said that there are 11, 11 different genuses and then 220 species. Fuck! That's a lot of them. It's a lot of little frogs. They're so little. They are really little. Uh, I want you to take a guess at how little they are. <gasps> I think the smallest one is the size of a tab of acid. What? <laughs> Do you know that size? <laughs> are you intimately familiar with the size of a tab of acid? <laughs> I cannot disclose that information. <laughs> um, I want to say like an eraser of a pencil. Mm. Yeah, probably. I don't know how big an eraser of a pencil is in... What the fuck? Then what's your fucking fact? <laughs> <laughs> no, I was just going to say, like, I don't really, like really know small. sizes. God yeah, damn really, <laughs> really small. Uh, the range that I found was half an inch to two and a half inches oh, is how big they are. Okay. So they average out around, like, an inch to an inch and a half, which is teeny tiny. Which, yeah. sure, let's say, the, let's say the half an inch is around the size of a pencil eraser. Yeah. Sure. You could lose those guys. Oh, you could swallow them whole and not even know that you ate one. I mean, you would, though, because later on we'll talk about how they are covered in poison. <laughs> so you might have an inkling. True, 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 true. Uh, but those little guys are like a pumpkin seed. Oh, I know. I love them. I'm going to call them the pumpkin dart frogs. Oh, Just kidding. Pumpkin. I will not. I will be laughed about out of every conservation society ever. Um, little side note that I came across and I thought about when I was researching these guys, Poison Dart Frog, the letters of that are PDF, so, like, they're super tech savvy, and I really love that, and I love the idea of talking about them as a PDF, because they're so small, you know, you can't see, you can't see the PDF either, because it's inside the computer verse. Get that Adobe Reader up and just fucking read that PDF. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I know, isn't it? Isn't that fun? I figured since oh. you came off right off the, the the tail of a big tech conference that you would have really liked that tech fact. Just love that good tech fact. I think we're also appealing to our tech audience. Um, yeah. The, the tech whizzes. Because really all you have to do wizards. is just say, like, 
tech acronyms, and it just right. gets them off. Mm-hmm. They go wild. Yeah, they go bonkers, and they just RTF, PDF. Mm-hmm. Don't get me started on JPEG. JPEG! Oh, tech whizzes. This one's for you. GIF. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. We're going to have to censor that. I know. This that one is NSFW. <laughs> this episode, E for explicit, and also E for <laughs> Enron. Oh. Enron? <laughs> I was thinking of tech things. <laughs> e for Ethernet cable. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Got them. <laughs> They're here now. They can't go anywhere. <laughs> okay. So, uh, poison dart frogs. Those guys are endemic to Central and South America. Woo! Uh, since they are amphibians, and since this is our first amphibians, I want to talk a little bit about amphibians. So, yes. one of the major things you think about when you think about amphibians is what? Slimy skin! Yeah! They're, so they're gooey amphibians, all the time. They are gooey. They're all sticky. They all got that swamp butt going on. But also, they've got that, like, nice, like, dewy glow. So, oh, the shine. It's you know, surreal. It's a, it's a trade-off. Um, amphibians need water or a moist environment to survive. They have to have it, otherwise they dry out and they die. Because they have very, very thin skin, so they absorb water through their skin, but they also breathe through their skin. So if it's like a particularly windy day and there's not a lot of moisture in their environment or they don't, they're not near water, they will die. They will suffocate. Oh my god. Yeah. Isn't that wild? Or, you know, just if, I don't know, someone picks them up and doesn't keep them moist, then they, they die. I'll keep your PDF moist. <sighs> Careful, Flora. <laughs> Rated E for explicit Ethernet cable. Uh, Sponsored by Enron. <laughs> Sponsored by the internet. <laughs> oh my god, it all ties together because this is P and it's a letter of the internet. Full circle. We made it, finally. <laughs> it's been building to this, everyone. Bye, <laughs> we've ascended. There's no reason to go on. Yeah, that was it. You got to know two facts about the poison dart frog. And, and that was it. Um, amphibians, just like reptiles, are cold-blooded. So, so cold. Um, yeah, it means that they're like very strongly affected by the temperature of their environment. And so they are very attuned to small changes in their habitat and their environment. So very sensitive little guys. Love them. Love them to bits. All right, let's see. So the... Family that they belong to, Dendrobatidae, I think that's how you say it. Mm. Who the hell knows? I think you're Probably right. someone, but that person is not me. Uh, that is Latin for one who walks in the trees. Whoa. I know. Isn't, isn't that cute? I like it. It's kind of like ominous. It is a little bit. Um, yep. <laughs> uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. It sure is. Uh, so. Uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> these transitions are on point. Mm-hmm. Don't mind me, so, I'm just Googling the size of a tab of acid. Oh, how, why would you say it and not know the size? I know the size, because <laughs> I, I just know the size. <laughs> because I know the size. All right, so the lifespan is around 8 to 15 years um yeah and these guys are carnivorous so that means that they eat other (gasps) animals mainly their diet consists of ants termites centipedes and different types of beetles (gasps) so 
I know those guys are on that bug life. And this is actually really important, the type of food they eat, because the diversity of the food that they intake lends to the creation of the toxin that is their namesake, that is like the poison coating their skin. Right. So what, what happens is when they eat all these different types of bugs, the toxins pass from the bug to the frog, and the frog actually collects them in a like in glands on their skin. So like it, they ingest it, and then through like metabolic processes, it the toxins themselves actually like concentrate and collect on their skin. Mm. And so it's interesting because the frog doesn't actually make its own toxin, right? But it gets it from its diet. So oh. that's one of the reasons that poison dart frogs that live in human care, like in zoos and stuff, yeah. um, a lot of times aren't actually poisonous. Or either that or they have a much decreased level of poison because their diet um, determines how poisonous, essentially, they are. But what if the zookeeper just feeds them poison? Then they would be poisonous. If the zookeeper feeds them poison, they would lose their job. (laughs) Because that's zookeeping 101 is don't feed your animal poison. I mean... If if you can at all avoid it, try not to. If you can avoid it, right. Sometimes it's, like, not avoidable. Right, you can't you can't always. Um, can't always yeah, win. so we'll we'll talk a little bit more about their their poison later because it's super interesting. But I want to talk a little bit more about what they look like. So I talk or I said that they um, are anywhere from about half an inch to two and a half inches, which is yeah. teeny tiny. But what they lack in size, they make up for in crazy cool, beautiful colors. Beautiful. These guys are fabulous. They come in just about every color ever. They're like yellow, gold, copper. Green, blue, red, black, all these different colors, all these They're different patterns. So pretty. And a lot of it depends on their habitat. So different uh, species and stuff living in different habitats will have different coloration. And this is actually really cool because their bright coloration, while you may be thinking, like, that's not really going to help them blend in, right? And they are so right. tiny, they don't want to get eaten or destroyed. It's just like that a little coloration, piece of candy. Like a little lollipop. I know, right? Does it? They look, obviously, though, like those... Um, strawberry poison dart frogs look like those little mm. strawberry hard candies that every old person has. Oh, with the gummy inside? I love yes. that. I know. Aren't they so good? I mean, they're they're probably about the size of them, too. You're going to be hangry. <laughs> I'm going to eat some frogs. I want to pop a frog right now. <laughs> My God. Uh, so, uh, but those bright colors are actually a warning to predators to discourage them from consuming them. So it's basically just like a big old don't eat me sign on their forehead right but all over their body and all over their little body um and the cool thing is if an animal eats them and that animal lives to tell the tale they're never gonna eat it again right <laughs> um so it actually is a a cool instance of where like the potential death or consumption of one frog can lead to the preservation of like a whole population because uh. Every, uh, every animal is like, no, I don't want to eat that. It's going to kill me. And all the other frogs are like, hell yeah, get lost, loser. Yeah. You know? Trash talk in the rainforest. Go suck on some other frog. <laughs> Get your own strawberry candies. We ain't one. We're frogs. Um, I do take care of bumblebee dart frogs. Hey, that's cool. So, yeah, they're the yellow and black banded ones. And they're mm-hmm. okay, but they're not the prettiest. But they're okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to tell him you said that. <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> They're solidly okay. 
I give them a solid two out of five. Uh, coincidentally, that's how people describe me. Oh, they also like <laughs> she's solidly okay. <laughs> And they, not good, not bad. <laughs> can do with her or can do without her. <laughs> but definitely not great. <laughs> um, my little bumblebee dart frog fuckers, though, they escape all the goddamn time because they're so little. Yeah, they're teeny and, tiny. Yeah, like one day I just like walked into their, like their backup area is in my like penguin area. And so I have a sink in there. And I just like opened the door to my keeper area one day and one of them was just sitting in the sink. And I was like, can I help you? You don't belong there. He's looking for a, a wet, moist environment. Yeah. And whenever an animal like you escapes, we have to do like a code. So we do code greens. Mm-hmm. So I get on the radio like a fucking asshat. I'm like, code green, literally all my pinprick sized frogs are gone. <laughs> and the people are like, are you, do you need help? And I'm like. You know, I don't think so, because I just feel like someone's going to step on them, so, like, let me just handle it. And then, like, I know there's <laughs> yeah, one seriously. in the sink. And then I found the other ones. I have three. I have three. Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah, because that one died. Remember the, the like, degloving oh, leg story? Yeah. That was, like, so horrific. That was a bumblebee dart frog. Uh, epic tale. Uh, we had a similar story at my facility in that they, for probably, like, three weeks while these frogs were in quarantine, they had probably, I don't know four or five codes kind of similar to that where they were just like oh our teeny tiny microscopic frogs are gone yes and it turned out they were in the tank the whole time oh my god <laughs> I just i can relate them. dude because they're just little they're so what? little they get into every crevasse and they just like disappear seriously like a gust of wind and they're three continents away Ugh. um okay yeah so <laughs> sorry i digress no no that was that was cool it adds it adds humanity to it. <laughs> it adds personality. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> I'm laughing at me. All right. Let's get to the point. So. Oh, my point. cat. I'm so sorry. If you heard a crazy noise, it was my cat leaping upon me and smacking the microphone with his giant ass. Okay, continue. Oh, he wants a slice. Of this frog! Oh, yeah, he does. So talk about the elephant in the room the poison all over them what is that why do they have it where did it come from what's it called what does it do those are the questions i had i don't know if you have any to add to that list Uh, but will it get me high like a tab of acid damn girl (laughs) go to one tech conference (laughs) you're a whole new woman (laughs) so this toxin and in fact i think it was kind of hard to tell, um, but I think different species have, like, different variations of the toxin. So okay. if anyone out there cool, works cool. with these frogs or knows more about them. I mean, I know. work with them, but I don't know fuck all about them. I give them some fruit flies. I the qualifier. <laughs> and then I'm like, what if? I like one fruit fly. It's probably just, like, a big hamburger to them. Like, <laughs> oh, I'm stuffed. I know. They're like, ugh. I'm bursting at the seams. Seriously. So their toxin is around 200 times more potent than morphine. Can you believe that? I know. I remember I got my appendix out and I was on morphine for that. And I was feeling good in the neighborhood. And that was just like a teeny tiny dose. They always joke about people like licking frogs. I mean, no fucking wonder. Yeah. I mean, this is to the scale that it is could do very bad things and i do not condone licking frogs but i get it <laughs> yolo 
<laughs> Yo, <laughs> low. So, I already mentioned that they don't make their own poison, but they get it from eating the foods that they eat. Yeah. So, I wanted to revisit really quickly since... Oh, I did do boa, didn't I? I'm doing all the herps. Uh, so, we talked in boa constrictor about venomous versus poisonous, and mm-hmm. I want to revisit it because now we're on yes. the flip side. So, if with this frog bites me, Fauna, will it inject poison into my veins? Um, that's a tough question to answer because they're covered in poison. <laughs> so, like, there's a good chance poison will get in the bite wound. But it's okay. not... That's not the point. <laughs> yes, it's not an injectable. Correct, correct. So venom like versus poison. Acid as opposed to like Can shooting you up not? Here. <laughs> oh my god! You know what though? That's actually a really good way to put it. Fuck yeah, it is. <laughs> it's actually a very good way to put it. So venom versus poison. Both are toxins. The substance itself are toxins, but it's the method of delivery that changes. So with a venom. Um, that toxin enter with a venomous animal. The toxin enters the body through physical trauma. So, like Flora said, like shooting up heroin. But like, and a lot of people, what they think about is being injected into your body, like via like snake fangs or or a stinger or like whatever. So, mm-hmm. like that's a venomous situation. So that toxin it has like forcibly found its way into your body. Uh, poison, on the other hand, is a little bit different in that poison doesn't involve a physical trauma to enter the body it's either ingested or absorbed so it's a more it's a more passive uh exposure you could say um so in the case of the poison dart frog their their bodies are covered in it and i think the majority of it is on its like head and back and hips and stuff like that but um it's covered, and so when you either touch it or ingest it, if you're a predator or a freak, then <laughs> you are poisoned. <laughs> That's how it works. Because your body your, will, like, absorb it through the skin, or it will absorb it via your mucous membranes inside your body. Hey, important question. Mm-hmm. What about when they smash? Excuse me? What about when they smash? What about... <laughs> Come what about, again? <laughs> what about when they're smashing? Do they poison each other? Uh, no. Oh. And I'll get to that. I will right. get to that. Uh, I will. I will get to that. <laughs> <laughs> cool. I'm waiting. What about when they smash? <laughs> Great. So, uh, I think I think that's pretty clear, right? Like the difference between like venom and poison. And so these guys, For they sure. are in fact poison, and it's cool because. They are using their toxin as a prey defense as opposed to a predator offense. Ooh. So in the case of the poison dart frog, they're using it as a means of deterring things from interacting with them and killing them. Right. Um, where, and I don't want to say this is all the time, but like um, in the case of, um, I don't know, I guess what I'm trying to say is like, I'm thinking of it as, like, a human situation. Like, I think of this, like, nefarious criminal with, like, a curly Q mustache, like, walking around, like, dropping poison into people's drinks and being like, ha, ha, ha. Like, he's, like, going out of his way to do it because he's a creepy predator freak. But this frog's just like, please don't eat me. That's all yeah. I'm looking for. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So, uh, like I said, it's more defense than it is, like, an offensive um, gesture. For real. Anyways, um, toxins generally, like, if you're an animal that's using a toxin – 
what do you want it to do? You want it to be fast acting and you mm. want it to essentially incapacitate your target, whether For that sure. be your I prey. I want to get away. Whether, exactly. Or whether that be like whether you're trying to eat that thing or whether you're trying to get away from that thing. Like you want it to stop moving so that you can do whatever you need to do. Um, and so the way that a lot of toxins thus work is that they target the nervous system because that's the quickest way to like completely stop something from doing anything is because right. you just like shut down its ability to do anything. So um, that's actually how this toxin works as well. So um, I mentioned that it's actually 200 times more potent than morphine. And it's interesting because it's a morphine-like compound and it's called epibetadine, um, which is an alkaloid. And this is this is one that I came across quite a bit in my research. Again, I don't know if this is the only toxin that they have, but um, it's a pretty common one that I found a lot about. And mm. um, it's interesting because epibetadine works almost identical to acetylcholine, which if anyone here has taken any biology or anything, like you know acetylcholine is really important for sending messages between nerve cells. Yeah, I believe you. Yeah, so um, it's one of, like, if you think about those cartoons on, like, the um, the commercials that are talking about how, like, drugs work, it's essentially, like, a big bulb on one end and a big bulb on the other, and there's all the little dots that float around between them, and, like, that's supposed yes. to be, like, you know, two nerves in, like, yes. communication. Yeah, so that's essentially acetylcholine or, like, the little dots between them. Um, so... Acetylcholine, like I said, it sends messages between nerve cells and it's really important for communication between nerve cells. And so it's a big part of just the fundamentals of the workings of the nervous system. Um, so with epibetadine, because it essentially works almost exactly like acetylcholine, it mimics it and a lot of times will replace it in its role um, in the host and essentially just wreak havoc on their nervous system God. because not only does it block acetylcholine from binding to that receptor, but it binds there itself and has detrimental effects as well. So it's just like a two for one, like wham, bam, pow, see you later. Um, uh, one fact that I found on National Geographic said that one poison dart frog's, um, toxin or i guess amount worth of epibetadine is enough to kill a water buffalo uh right like imagine you're just like i don't know like burping or something and like a dart dart frog just like hopped in your mouth and you're dead and you're dead then (laughs) yeah you're like whoops biggest mistake of my life jesus (laughs) i know right um they're so little so there is a number of, or there's a bunch of research, there there was at least, like, we now know why, but of why poison dart frogs aren't just always poisoning themselves if they're, Ooh. like, so incredibly toxic. Yeah. Um, and the reason is that poison dart frogs own acetylcholine receptors, so the nerve receptors that bind acetylcholine um, were very slightly misshapen to what they should normally be. And this is due to a slight genetic mutation, which allows for the receptor to just be shaped a little bit different. Um, so it's shaped just different enough that epibetadine will not bind to it, but acetylcholine will still bind to it. So it's not disrupting the frog's nervous functioning at all. And in fact, like the epibetadine, the toxin, is essentially just like harmless to them because it doesn't do wow. anything because it can't do anything. Isn't that crazy? So they're just, like, immune. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. And because in 
like every other animal almost like epibatidine binds to the exact same place that acetylcholine does like i said if it if it's replacing or if it's like introduced into a host it's essentially replacing the acetylcholine and also blocking it from from binding so it's wreaking it is it's wreaking havoc on their nervous system but for poison dart frogs it isn't happening they're just like dooting around like cool as a cucumber Whoa. totally fine um and it is interesting though because it's um it's a cool study of like evolution um kind of in progress because like you know not all frogs have this obviously it's something that like diverged at some point for poison dart frogs to be yeah. able to like be able to do this but it's important because a lot of times things that um, have caused different um, species to split from each other, like years and years and years and years ago, uh, is due to things like genetic variation and uh, natural selection. So a lot of times you have a mutation pop up and um, it's it goes hand in hand with like changes in the environment. And if it's something that's advantageous to that animal and allows them to survive better than others, then it is naturally selected for and it continues to proliferate. Now that's not always the case, but in the case of this frog, like things could have gone gotten a lot worse. It could, like this um, this nerve receptor could have uh, had a mutation that caused it to change just too much that acetylcholine actually couldn't bind to it and then those frogs yeah. would have all died or it could have like not changed at all which meant that these frogs were essentially just poisoning themselves all the time like it's amazing like to see evolution at work in this sort of situation because it's just like so yes. minutely perfect and just to allow making, them like, to like like a living tide pod exactly <laughs> exactly that's totally it. like with all the colors and everything Perfect. I want to change my um, superpower. I want my flora superpower to be that I'm covered in poison. That's really good. That's a good one. But also, like, make sure your superpower um, has a slight mutation in your nerve receptor shape as well. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so you're not just, like, poisoning yourself. That's like a yeah. monkey's paw situation. Right. Ooh, um, yeah. But these frogs, I mean, they found the loophole. They figured it out. Living their best Tide Pod life. Yeah. I know, I love it. These little pods, little beans. Um, <clears throat> yeah, and so essentially, not only does it not affect them, but scientists have also seen that some frogs are just like, even if the epibatidine somehow um, manages to bind, they, some of them are resistant to it, which is nuts. That's God. just nuts to me. They're just like covered in poison, but they're like, I'm good, come at me. Yeah. I love it. So, uh, like I said, epibatidine is toxic. Um, it causes numbness and ultimately will cause paralysis. And if that paralysis is so <laughs> far advanced that it leads to respiratory um, arrest, then you will die. <laughs> you will die. And that's usually how people die from it. And a frog killed you. Yep. Bye. Way to go. See you later. You didn't even see it coming. This Jeez. cute little jelly bean came hopping at you, and that was it. Yeah, what if you, like, stomp on him and you got a little cut in your foot? You're a goner! Yeah, then maybe don't you stomp frogs. You didn't even get to taste that forbidden fruit. <laughs> yeah, right? Maybe in your next life, you're like, I'm gonna find him and eat him instead. <laughs> I'm gonna eat that juicy little sweetheart! <laughs> Give me that bean! <laughs> Give me that Thai pot! Give me that gusher! Oh, it is a gusher. Ew. No. <laughs> no, that, 
That poor little guy. Um, so, scientists, of course, being the sick freaks that we all are, look at this incredibly powerful toxin and are like, oh, I wonder if we could do something cool with that. Yes! Um, turns out that we can. So, they had the idea to potentially look into using it um, by means of figuring out therapeutic effects for humans, um, specifically how to aid in pain relief. So, they're looking at researching analgesic effects Ooh. for epibatidine which is cool. However, because even very low, very like minuscule doses can be deadly, um, some of the research has been pretty limited, but there are like some upsides and there are some things that they're kind of exploring in the future at future pathways of ways they can go and like things that they can develop and potentially be able to help humans down the road um, with this like compound that's, that's really cool. So, I mean, super neat. Again, doesn't mean that we should kill all these frogs to harvest epibatidine because that's messed up. But it is cool that, like, who knew? Who knew? These guys knew. They did. The frogs knew. <laughs> They're Don't like, people, no, our, like, our secret. smear frogs on their, like, arrows? They do. Yeah, that's actually um, a practice in, like, um, some of the local communities and stuff from, like, years and years ago. I think some of them still do. I think, I mean, it just kind of depends, like, what those communities are like. But yeah. it is historically something they've done. They will, like, put it on the end of arrows, and they can use it to, like, kill their prey. Um, they can put it on, like, blades and stuff like that. And, yeah, it, it aids in, like, hunting and things like that. Pretty cool. Um, and also in, like, warfare, because if... You're fighting, if you come to a knife fight and, like, one of those blades is poison, guess who's winning? Gah. <laughs> unless, unless you're really bad with that poison knife, then you probably lost and the other Or if you have my superpower where you're immune to poison and also covered in poison, then you're fine. Mm. Unless you get stabbed. Unless the stab goes deep. <laughs> yeah, unless it's a good stab and then unless you're Unless it's a good, for. good deep stab. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's That'll not part of power. Yeah, <laughs> so, I'm not immune to stab. <laughs> While I am covered in poison, I'm also really slimy and gooey. <laughs> the stab will do me in. Gah. So, uh, I want you to guess what their conservation situation is. Give there's me a like, guess. There's like so many of these little shits. Yeah. I think they're fine. All right. Yeah, that's good. You pretty much got it. Most Woo! of them are stable. Um, the ranges that I saw between the different species were anywhere between least concern to vulnerable um so obviously the least concern is better than vulnerable but yes it just depends on the species depends where they live but the major threats that they have um there are two major threats do you want to guess what they might be i want to say like deforestation yep always always guys if you're ever asked that's always a threat Literally Always. every animal. All of us are dealing with I'm that. I'm threatened by it. I'm threatened by a lot of things, and that's one of them. <laughs> and deforestation is fucking one of them. Mm, um, I want to say the other one is people picking them up to lick them to get high. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's an epidemic. <laughs> <laughs> um, sort of? Not really. Uh, they're collected for the pet trade. <gasps> no! Mm-hmm. Yep, because they're so cute and vibrant. It's because they're just beautiful. And teeny. People want them. Just put a Tide Pod in a terrarium. Grow up. 
Yeah, Same here's the thing. thing. You're going to lose track of that Tide Pod probably sooner than you'd lose tr- – actually, probably – just in the same amount of time you lose track of your dart frog. So what's the difference? They're sneaky Plus, as hell. Both of them will poison you. For real. So if Don't that's do what it. you're looking for, if you're looking to live dangerously and have poison in your house, go buy some cleaning supplies. Don't lead to the destruction of poison dart frogs. Amphibians have like the most difficult like habitat needs. They're so needy. Yeah, humidity they totally are. and moisture and soil and food and water. Mm-hmm. Like grow up. No, it's actually really important because um, disappearing species tend to be good indicators of, or that um, essentially the effects of climate change are in fact affecting Earth's ecology. Um, and amphibians in particular are um, really important because they are so sensitive to their environment and to slight changes in the environment that if yeah. something is off, the amphibians tend to die first. So you tend to find, like, a bunch of dead frogs so like or salamanders or newts or toads. Canary um, in a mine shaft. That's exactly what I was going to say next. Frogs are actually considered canaries in the coal mine because they're very sensitive to those small environmental changes. And so, like, uh, take, for instance... Um, Pesticides, a lot of pesticide use, the first thing you see is a bunch of dead frogs, mm-hmm. which is unfortunate, um, and which is actually one of the reasons that a lot of frog species are so threatened, is, and a lot of amphibian species are threatened, because they're sort of the first ones to go. They're the yeah. first ones that die in the zombie movie. <laughs> Aww. I know. They're the guy that's, like, walking to 7-Eleven, getting a slushie, and he's like, oh, what a great day, and then he gets his, like, head eaten, and, like, yeah. n- you know, he didn't even know. I mean. He didn't even know. All the rest of us have to deal with the trauma, but he's just like, oh, well. <laughs> Imagine, like, Anyways. you're, like, going through puberty, and, like, you have a tail, Done. and then it, like, falls off. Mm. I'd be embarrassed. Yeah, um, I mean, I don't think we need to, like, call people out here. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe just, like, be cool about it for once. <laughs> Can you be cool for once? I mean, I'm not talking about you specifically, just because you also had a tail. I'm just saying. Like, in <laughs> fucking you be general. cool for once? Wouldn't it be fucking embarrassing if that had happened to, like, someone you knew? Embarrassing for me. <laughs> <laughs> All uh, I'm saying is, being a tadpole looks really hard. Mm-hmm. It probably is hard, because, like... You probably just look, like, so weird compared to everyone else. I mean, puberty's rough for everyone because you're just like, what is my body doing? Why do I look yeah. this way? But, like, tadpoles, you look nothing like what okay. you started as or what you end up as. And they have to be the size of, like, half a tab of acid because mm-hmm. they're going to be smaller than the adult. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's like wild. It's like a little sperm. It's Microscopic. wild. Yeah, so speaking of, uh, female poison frogs will lay clutches of eggs, and they do anywhere between 1 to 30, which is a pretty big range in my opinion. Yeah. <laughs> you going to lay one egg, or are you going to lay 30 eggs? <laughs> um, so just like uh, other amphibians, they will lay their eggs in a dark and either wet or moist environment. God, um, my fucking habitat that I thrive in. Seriously, give me a cave, I'm good. (laughs) Um, And it's actually interesting because poison dart frogs have been observed to have a lot of equal parental investment, which is really cool. Aw, daddy frog. 
So both of the parents actually help keep the eggs um, safe and uh, continually like moisturized and they clear off any fungal growth that may be happening or growing and um, they keep away predators. Mommy. They protect them as well, which is very Mommy, cool. Daddy. Um, and it's interesting too because uh, males are very territorial and they will wrestle and do like big displays and stuff and like fight off other males that are encompassing their territory. And um, not only that, but females can be as well. They will actually get into scraps over, um, like, some of the best egg-laying sites. Ooh. I know. So I just love it. They're all, like, little scrappy-doos. I don't know why I said that. I hate scrappy-doo. He's the worst. He is the worst. Um, He's the pits. I hate him. I'm just not even going to talk about him. I am Great. seeing a photo of one, and he has, well, I'm just saying it's the male, but he's, like, holding one of the tadpoles on the back of his head. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, like, stuck to his body, and it just looks like, makes him look like he has a rat tail. <gasps> Happy Father's Day. <laughs> Happy Father's Day, you fucking rat-tailed bitch. Carry that baby around. Nice. I mean, it's it's awfully uh, presumptuous to assume that that's a male. Well. But they do have equal, equal parent, well, not equal, similar parental investment. Yeah. But the patriarchy is also everywhere. I mean... And he's a frog, so, like, he literally could be a hermaphrodite, right? I mean. True, true. Um, Oh, my God. Yes. Jurassic Park. (laughs) Frog DNA. (laughs) Oh, full circle. This episode is sponsored by Dino DNA. You used a fucking frog DNA, and that's why they became hermaphroditic, and they bred even though they weren't supposed to. I want to I wanna pitch something here, and I want you and our listeners to visualize something really quick. Great. Go. We went full circle with the internet thing, right? Yes. Like the thing about the internet. Yes. We went full circle with the dinosaur thing. Yes. I would like you to picture two circles. It's a Venn diagram. And I would like you to picture the Venn diagram and yes. the little spot in which they overlap. Yes. Is poison dart frog. <laughs> uh, we did it. We finally found the connection, the long-since-lost connection between the internet and dinosaurs. We did it. You're welcome. Case closed. Everyone can go home. We're I'm already in. at home. This is like the Matrix right now. Like, plug in my spine. This is E I'm for inside. extraordinary. <laughs> this, is, this is rated E for everyone, everyone. should know this. <laughs> we can't keep this a secret anymore. Uh-uh. This is rated E for extra, extra, hear all about it. <laughs> Erotic. Because we talk about when they smash. Oh, yeah. Speaking of, um, so when they're courting. Hey, the what's pairs- a frog have? They don't have cloacas, do they? Can you not speak over me when I'm talking about frog courtship? I'm sorry. It just gets me really excited and I just can't contain myself any longer. I don't need you to exclaim things while I'm talking about. But send me a picture of a frog dick. Has it got one? All right, hold on. (laughs) While I'm doing that, I'm going to talk about their courting. (laughs) So the courting pairs will, um, like, nudge and caress and cuddle each other with their chins and their forearms. Can you believe that? How cute. Talk about PDA with them PDFs. Whoa. Oh, whoa. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm. 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 Frog Um, genitals. They do have a cloaca. Okay, here's the thing. I also just Googled oh, frog genitals. Fuck. Is that crazy frog? And he's got a big old dick. Mm. Oh, God. Look at what I've seen. 
Look at what I've seen. Great. Um, All right. I'm just... Y'all... Can, okay, I'm gonna send it to you. Oh, oh, did I just cancel uh, Skype? You can't even close that Skype, even if you want to. <laughs> it's always running. Skype? It's always watching. <laughs> Doesn't my matter. Skype, it's like, always running. My Skype updated, and I cannot use it. Oh, okay. Your face got bigger. Oh, there's a little messenger. Okay, I'm just gonna send you what came up when I typed in frog genitals, and I just want you to maybe just make it full screen, and then just give us like a really good. Oh, um, a dramatic reading? Yeah, of just, like, that right. image that you just received. Mm, no. <laughs> well, okay. I'm just gonna make you see what I saw, because I had to see it, and now you have to see it, and you have to speak it. Because I can't put okay. that on our Instagram. Um, it's a cartoon frog. His mouth is way too large. He got, he got molars? I don't know why. He's wearing aviation goggles. <laughs> um, he's got four fingers and four toes. He's standing like a human. He's got a pot belly and a horrible expression on his face. Mm-hmm. And a big, big, wrinkly, blue penis. Oh, God. And testicles. Yep. I don't like it. I don't like it. And I'll tell you why. Um, because everything. Well. But mainly the genitalia. Yeah. But mainly because it looks like someone painted their genitalia that, and it's it belongs to a human man, and it was right. photoshopped onto this cartoon frog. Right. Those are the main reasons I don't like it. Mm-hmm. Um... I don't know if you know, uh, but that is Crazy Frog. I do know. Right? I never He's wanted like to know him. Zoom, doom, 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 doom. I wish you wouldn't. I, I never really but, wanted to know him in this biblical sense, but I guess we can't always get what we want, can we? I sent you another link. It's of basically the same Im- image, but they have scaled down his genitals, I guess. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, um, it was marginally better, I will okay, say. Okay, yeah. Still really bad. Still really, really bad. Internet's a dangerous place. But see, this is why we Google it, so you don't have to. You don't have to see what we saw. You have to hear about it, for sure. But, like, you don't have to see it. Yeah. Yeah, you have to hear about it. Also, um, that's on my internet browsing history forever. (laughs) It sure is. Not the worst thing. Not the worst. Uh, Okay, um, I guess this is a really bad segue, but let's go ahead and talk about the only instance of poison dart frogs in media that I could find, um, and that was a kid's show. <laughs> that was a kid's show called Octonauts. Oh, I, yeah. I've have you ever that. watched it? No, but I've yeah. heard of it. Oh, it's uh, it's put on by BBC, I think. Um, it's very good. Ooh. I I had heard of it, but I'd never watched it before tonight, and I watched it, and I was like, oh my god, I love this. Um, it is a kid's show, and it's got like bright colors and easy to follow storylines and stuff but it's essentially like a group of um animal explorers and like scientists and they go out and they like learn about different animals and stuff and it's awesome and they like they learn about the species they learn about their habitat they learn about how to protect them and like the threats they face i was like this show is amazing so shout out to octonauts that was great and you had a whole episode on poison dart frogs which cool that is cool 
It is really cool. Um, would recommend. I think you should go watch it. I think the episode's like 10 minutes long because it's made for children. I'm all so. about it. That's my attention uh, span. It's easy to digest. Uh, I, I guess we can... Uh, I want to bring up frogs in pop culture. Okay. Oh, just frog. Okay. Well, I think they're poison dart frogs. Literally every tin ticket toy at Chuck E. Cheese. Those little, like, plastic frogs you used to get. Oh, yeah. And then you'd, like, some of them were, like, the hard plastic where you push the butt and then it jumps. Mm-hmm. But all the other ones are just, like, pretty colored plastic frogs. Those are all totally poison dart frogs because they're all different crazy colors. You know what is probably also modeled after a frog? Are those, like, sticky hands. Oh, yuck. I don't like talking about those. I'm going to keep talking about them because they're all sticky and they've got, like, the weird thumb pad. But the hair gets on it. I think we you talked about, about this already because of the hair thing. Oh, I'm going to throw out another fact that I was oh, going to okay. mention earlier Great. and only just now remembered. Yeah. Um, again, I also don't know if it's real. I'm about 80% confident that it's real. Okay. Um, but I think that poison dart frogs don't have the webbing between their oh, fingers that I other believe. frogs do. Yeah. Um, which is interesting. So they've just got these, like, spindle fingers. I don't think they swam, you know, like. Right, right. Yeah, they're more like hopping around and on um, on land and stuff. They're not they don't really, like, like they're not around. a swimmer. Um, and they also um, they also have the little like round sticky like finger pads, which makes mm. like gripping and jumping and stuff. Like, yeah, their forte. They definitely have alien me, like, hands. Absolutely. I was gonna say I wish you could see like me just like voguing like God, a frog right I now because it. I am. A lot of hand motions are happening. Um, okay, yeah. So. Uh, I wanted to give a shout out to Octonauts because, like, nice quality kid programming. Love that. That's few and far between. I remember our days of, like, Zaboomafu and <gasps> all that good stuff. So uh, it was nice to see, like, animal-based stuff. Um, what's the one with the, um, where she talks to animals? <laughs> <gasps> Which one? <laughs> In Africa. Nigel Thornberry. Oh, the Thornberries. Oh, Wild Thornberries! Yeah, Wild was, Thornberries. That was our lifetime. That was us. That was, we oh. were them. I was her. Fun fact, um, my intern the other day mentioned something about, I don't know, he was referencing someone and he was like, oh, he looks like Nigel Thornberry. And I was like, no, he doesn't. It was just like someone who was not a ginger man with a big nose and the voice oh. of Tim Curry. And I was like, what? No, he doesn't. And he was like, yeah, that show is Wild Thornberries. I was like, I know what show. Don't know. That's not what we're talking about. Why did you think this man looked like Nigel Thornberry? I think he was just like, I don't know. He's way off. I called him out. (laughs) I wasn't about to have that. Personally, insulted. Yeah, seriously. Get away from me with that. Um, On a side note, though, I want to give a shout out to, I think we've done them before, but the San Diego Zoo, especially their website content, is very good. Hells yeah. Hells yeah. It's very easy to digest. They have lots of cool facts. Um, they're, it's pretty comprehensive, and they, like, go over just about everything we went over, just, like, a very abridged version, and nice. they have it on a lot of, like, really variable species, which, like, you know, you Google, I don't know, tiger, and you're gonna find plenty of stuff about tiger, but you Google other animals that are a little l- less known, and you may mm-hmm. not find stuff as easy, mm-hmm. but San Diego mm-hmm. Zoo has yeah. a really big, like, repertoire, which is awesome. Good for them. Shout out. That's amazing. Good job, guys. Um, so that's all I got. I want to do a shout out. Okay. To me, because I take care of them. No, I'm just joking. Uh, to the Georgia Aquarium. I don't know if you've ever been. I have. That place is amazing. They have dart frogs. And they have this cool little 
like experience it's like a little video game and you're like a little froggy and you have to hop around and eat all the bugs and then your like little poison meter goes up and they're like <gasps> showing you how the poison load is like directly like correlated to amount of like poisony bugs they eat i love that yeah and it's also like a fucking video game when she's just like up oh, my alley that but is yeah. an animal-based video game <laughs> shut the front door What's that one that you and I played that I got so excited I started crying about? Um, I don't know. You cry a lot. What were we playing? I do. It was were like we playing it, Connectables. It was. It was Connectables. That's totally what it was. Uh, I got I'm, so excited about all those kitties. I started weeping. I may or may not have like talked to the person who put Zoo Tycoon on consoles this week, and I was like, "By the way, Zookeeper approved bomb game," and she was like you're my favorite person and like took a selfie with me because she loved me so much <gasps> holy crap yeah that's wild like the coolest fucking person that was the coolest experience in my goddamn life and my whole fucking life <laughs> i like how we just like go from very low volume to screaming in our listeners ears they love it it, it makes for good listening it's what they're here for <laughs> it's true it's the tech talk and the loud voices you like the yelling. Everybody likes the yelling. Um, okay, so, TLDL. Too Sick. long didn't listen. Poison dart frog. They're amphibians. They're native to Central and South America. Uh, amphibians means that they're, they breathe through their skin and they're wet and slimy. Slimy yet satisfying. And they're really cool. They're slimy. Well, not in this case, because poison dart frogs are covered in poison, as their name implies. Uh, and it's due to the fact that they eat a bunch of different types of bugs in their natural habitat. They consume that, and then they collect toxin in glands on their skin. And the toxin that we've studied the most is epibetadine. It's around 200 times more potent than morphine. So it'll knock you right on your oh. ass. Uh, oh. It's said to be enough to kill a water buffalo, which is wild. That's enough in, like, wild. one frog. Wild. Um, and it does a lot of, like, cool biochemical things that allow it to, like, kill people. But, um, just avoid them. Don't eat them. Don't pick them up. Don't mess mm. with them. Mm. Just leave them be. Um, because one of the two main threats that they face in the wild is collection for the pet trade. Because people think they're really, really pretty, really, really cool, really, really cute. Uh, and also the, their habitats are being destroyed because every animal on the planet is having their habitat destroyed. Yep. Because we as humans are terrible. Yep. We're really bad about a lot of things. So, I feel like we we owe it to them to, like, learn about them and try to help them. Um, that's pretty much it. I guess I do want to mention, like, the cool, um, the cool little thing about just generally how amphibians are, quote, canaries in a coal mine. Love that. Uh, I know. Isn't that just, like, ugh, it's poetic. I love that expression. I want it tatted on my face. Um... I because love they are it. super sensitive to small changes in their environment, and they tend to um, be the predictors of like habitat destruction. Whew. So, I don't know, bunch of soothsayers. Um, <laughs> oh shit! That was it. That's all I got. I love that. That was so good. Yay! Thank you everyone for joining us this week. We Let's hope you learned some cool stuff. Get some gushers. I know, right? Without <laughs> hit the spot. <laughs> <laughs> spicy little gushers <laughs> we hope you guys learned some cool stuff about the poison dart frogs our friend the pdf more tech talk 
<laughs> if you enjoyed this episode, feel free to check out our Instagram at keeper underscore chat, where we post fun pictures, facts, and links pertaining to what we talk about. Uh, we also have a Facebook page, which you can search us in, and it's just Keeper Chat. Uh, if you want to send in any comments or questions or criticisms or whatever, you can send that to our Gmail at keeperchat at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. And prior to this episode, Flora and I were talking about how we always mention our Twitter that we never use and that we tell you guys that we never use and never look at. But we're going to start using it. So get ready, buckle up, put your pants on. We're coming for Twitter. I tweeted like three times just now. Ah, <laughs> uh, I hope you all were watching. <laughs> um, also, next week I'll be back, and I swan to John, I'm not doing quail. That's so boring, and I hate that I have to do Q, but I will find an animal. <laughs> Even if it's extinct, I'm not doing a quail. I've done a lot of birds lately. Yeah, you're on and a I just kick. The quail, I'm just... I, uh, well, damn, now we know how Flora feels about quail. That fucking, Shit. like, little comma. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> it's a little high pony. I can't. <laughs> I can't. Her high pony. She's so extra. I can't with them. Uh, if you guys like this episode, again, uh, feel free to let your friends and family know. That's the best way to get the word out. Uh, but we are available to listen to on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, Podbean, da-da-da, any other thing. Insert other platform here. Except for Spotify, because we're still waiting for them, because they're taking forever, guys. I think they forgot about us, honestly. I was just looking that up the other day. Where are they? <laughs> like, what's the deal, man? I hate us. Anyways, um, also, if you feel like it, and you really liked it, and you want to rate us and leave a nice review, we'd really love that. That'd be really sweet. We would um, love that. I also want to reiterate something we said a few episodes ago, that anytime anyone here does anything cool to benefit conservation, let us know, and we'll show. give you a shout-out on the show. Yes. Because we love that stuff, and we love that you guys love it as well. So every little bit helps, and we're super excited to pump up people that do their part. So thank you. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks for being you. Thanks for being you. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, bye. Hey, guys. Smell you later. <laughs>